Welcome to Beyond the Bedlam, Episode 3. Today, we're talking about teacher burnout. I'm really excited to encourage you with a few ideas about teacher burnout to help you as we make our way to the finish line this school year. I'll break down why I believe teachers burn out and help you to pinpoint your next action step for avoiding burnout while we visit. Grab a pen and some caffeine and let's get started. Hey friends, I am so glad that you're here with me today. Thanks so much for joining in. At the time of this recording, we are approaching spring break in the school year. Hooray! And we have just taught through our very first global pandemic for this generation of teachers. I have a few ideas about what causes teacher burnout in general, but it also applies in a time of pandemic too. But I also have some solutions to help you feel refreshed. So let's not waste any time. Let's dive right in. There are lots of reasons that teachers can burn out and we are um, so unique, each of us. So there's you know, different reasons that each teacher could be burning out. But in preparing for this episode, I have boiled it down to five big, broad, general categories that I feel like are applicable to all types of teachers, whether they're elementary, middle school, high school, second or post-secondary, and also whether they're a gen ed teacher, a specialized subject, some sort of specialist who serves a specific population of a school, or a combination of all of those. So there's five big reasons that I think teachers burn out. And the first of those is I think teachers burn out because creativity is stifled. Um, So many teachers today are working within super specific constraints. And there's a prescribed curriculum, a prescribed method, um, or teachers are having to teach to a test. There's a prescribed number of minutes that certain things have to be done. The schedule has no room for flexibility, and uh, we just feel stifled. So I think an easy solution to our creativity being stifled is to learn something new for ourselves. Uh, It may be that, you know, I certainly do encourage all teachers to um, meet the expectations and guidelines of your specific school district and your building administrators. And while we may not be able to offer the most creative option for a student, uh, we can scratch that itch for creativity by learning something new ourselves. So um, we can brainstorm hobbies or habits that we'd like to implement and choose one to pursue between now and the end of the school year. You may want to walk for 20 minutes after school, you might want to learn to doodle on Procreate, uh, which is a huge trend right now. Um, You might want to learn to paint something. You might want to learn to play an instrument. But um, think of something creative that you would enjoy doing and pursue that if you're not able to pursue creativity within the constraints of your teaching situation right now. The second reason that I feel like teachers burn out is because relationships uh, are suffering. It could be 
um, a personal relationship with a spouse or significant other. It might be with our own child at home. It could be that our relationship with our teammate or other coworker within the building is, is suffering. We might have a relationship with a specific student that is particularly difficult at the time. Um, and the fact of the matter is we spend all day at school pouring into kids and we should care about our, our students, but sometimes they don't reciprocate our care and concern. And um, when we have spent all day pouring into other people, we come home kind of empty and it's hard for us to pursue relationships, although they are super important. So um, I think that the obvious solution in this situation is to invest in someone that you care about. It may not be convenient. You may not feel like you have the time for it, but the hard truth is we're replaceable at school, but we're not replaceable in our relationships. So some ideas of a way that you can invest in someone that you care about, um, connect with or do something nice for someone who matters in the long-term grand scheme of things, like your spouse, your child, one of your parents, um, a brother or sister, but somebody who is going to be there after the school year is over. Um, you know, an example of a way that someone has invested in me that just really means a lot. And I realize this is so simple and probably sounds silly, but my husband makes our children's sandwiches most every day. You know, when we finish dinner, we clean up and um, I, I'll turn around and most nights I turn around and find my husband making um, our kids sandwiches for the next day and sticking them in the refrigerator so that I don't have to spend those five or seven minutes doing that the next morning. It is so small, but it's something I appreciate so much. So it may be that there is something super simple, like what Rhett does for me, that you could do for someone else as a way of investing back in a relationship that really matters. The third reason that I perceive that teachers burn out is because they feel unappreciated. Um, my school does a really wonderful job with teacher morale. Um, I just cannot say enough good things about the way that our administration appreciates us and the way that my coworkers appreciate one another. But I realize that this is not every teacher's reality. So um, this is similar to the relationship uh, thing that I mentioned a moment ago, but if you're feeling unappreciated, it may help to flip the script in your mind. If you take a moment to appreciate someone's investment in you, something like writing a note or sending a small gift or even picking up the phone and making a phone call or inviting someone to join you for lunch just um, because you love them. Um, something small that you could do to appreciate someone else could help to turn your own attitude of burnout around. Um, another reason that I think teachers burn out is because we're trying to be perfect. 
Um, so many teachers are so good at what they do and we care so much about our work, but oftentimes we pursue perfection because we want to give our very best to our students and we should want to give our very best, but sometimes it's okay to settle for, um, a minus work instead of a plus work. The truth is that kids don't care if we have everything together. In 10 years, they are not going to remember the perfect lesson that we put together. They are not going to remember the Pinterest perfect um, room transformation or activity that we presented them with, but they will remember that we cared and that we took the time for them. Being prepared is important, but being perfect is not. So um, when I was in high school, I already struggled with wanting everything to be just so, and um, I moved to a new school in ninth grade, and I was a part of a class that was very difficult for me, and I really wanted that A-plus grade in that class. I knew that it was important for me to make good grades, to get scholarships for college, so I put a lot of pressure on myself to aim towards perfection. Um, But I had a very gracious teacher in this particular class, and um, shout out to Miss Oots if you've happened to stumble across my podcast. And Miss Oots taught me that an A is an A is an A. It does not matter if that A was a 99 or 100, or if that A was an 89.6 that rounded up to a 90, Um, that I was going to get the same GPA for either one of those, and that it would be just fine for me to miss a couple of points on an assignment because I needed to go to sleep so um, at night instead of working on the homework. So I think that it would be okay for teachers to adopt a little bit of Miss Oots' strategy that an A is an A is an A. If we're prepared, then present it and present it with passion and love instead of working about worrying about the perfection. The fifth reason that I think that teachers burn out is because we're trying to do everything ourselves. Um, Planning lessons, preparing the lessons, carrying out the lessons all feels like it's on us. Um, Sometimes teachers are very fortunate to have a team that they plan with where sometimes the team splits up the planning responsibility, which I think is wonderful. And some teachers are a little bit of an island because they're the only person who teaches that content in their school. So the solution in this situation is to find a partner. If it's not somebody in your building, find somebody outside of your building that can be your partner. Um, And it might not be a partner that actually helps you prepare your lessons. It may be that if you're the only person that teaches that content um, specific to this group of students, that you have to do that. But you can find partners to support you in other areas of your life that will help you to keep from burning out. Um, For example, I have known of teachers who got together in a group of three or four, and each teacher prepared one meal, but they quadrupled the recipe, and they brought that same meal for all four teachers in the group. So let's say I make a chicken casserole, and there's three other teachers in the group. Then I make four chicken casseroles, and I take three of them to school. And the next teacher makes four pots of uh, chicken noodle soup. 
and she brings three of them to school, and so on and so forth. Well, friends, that's meals for most of the week, and I've only had to cook once. So finding someone to support you in a way outside of the school that could help you to feel like you're not doing everything yourself could be a total game changer for you. Um, Another example would be a friend to work out with, someone that, you know, you could enjoy their company while you are accomplishing a goal if you have health and fitness goals that you're working towards, Um, or even just a friend to meet for coffee to talk through the things that you've been experiencing. The point is, don't be an island. Um, Find yourself a partner in life to do life with you, to help you feel supported so that you have the emotional energy to give to your life's work. So now we've talked about what can cause teacher burnout, but it's great to know that if we don't have an action item to do something with that information, it's kind of useless. So where do we go from here as teachers as we're speeding towards the end of the school year? I think our first step is to take an inventory of what's causing you to burn out. Like which one of those five items speaks to you the most? It might be all of them because let's be honest, some of us are really burnt out um, after teaching through a global pandemic, but we can't address everything all at once. So pick one thing. Um, So let's review really quickly what those five things were. Teachers burn out because our creativity is stifled, because our relationships are suffering, because we feel unappreciated, because we're trying to be perfect, or because we're trying to do everything ourselves. So which one of those things speaks to you the most? Once you've identified that thing, then plan to do something about it. Step two would be block out 10 minutes on your calendar this week to do one of the things to help address and nurture your own self so that you don't burn out. Do the thing. So um, some examples as reminders, if you're burned out because your creativity is stifled, then do something that you enjoy or something that you're interested in learning about. If you're burnt out because your relationships are suffering, take a few minutes to invest in someone that you care about, even if they're not going to reciprocate back right now. Um, If you're burned out because you feel unappreciated, flip the script and do something to appreciate someone else. If you're burning out because you're trying to be perfect, then Use my social studies teacher strategy and go for A minus instead of A plus. And if you're burning out because you're trying to do everything yourself, find a partner. If not a partner at school, then a partner to support something that's going on in your life to lighten your load. Um, my dad always said, when in doubt, do something. And so it may be that you can't address all of these things right now but you can address one thing and you can take one step to move forward. So as you do the thing this week, I would love for you to post on social media and show how you're beating burnout this week so that we can cheer you along. Friends, I'm so glad that you've joined us today. I can't wait to visit with you again. And until then, I'm in your corner cheering you on. 
If you've enjoyed today's show, remember to subscribe to the podcast before you close your app so you won't miss future tips, tricks, and triumphs we'll share along the way. And I'd be honored for you to share with a teacher mom friend who might be encouraged by listening along too. Talk with you soon.